What's up, everybody? What's going on? How y'all feeling today? Everybody good? I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm a little tired. I ain't gonna lie to you, but that's all right because today's gonna be a good day, another day full of excitement, full of these episodes. You know, another hot fire episode coming in. Just, just right at you, just so quick. Okay. Um. Today I got on another Hypeland original. So I got on his Yu-Gi-Oh collection uh, with Joey Will and all his like cards on the front. And then I got on the Hypeland vest. And then for kicks of the day, we got the What the Dunks, the camo edition. I gotta have both of them since they both different. Um, you know, and, I, and I'm gonna post the fit and tag y'all in it. And I got some shades, I'm gonna work with it too. It's hot outside and I do have on jeans, but I got on shorts, these some ASOs, but I do got on shorts. I have not have them on, but I did. I'm bringing shorts with me today in case a pool just magically pop up and then I'm prepared. Cause sometimes you be going places and you just be having on jeans and then people randomly want to go to the pool and they be pissing me off. Like, why ain't nobody tell me? So I'm gonna come prepared today. All right, y'all, so today, we are doing more of an ode to two legends in the hip-hop rap game. All right, so today we are going uh, to the uh, two legends, all right, like I said. They passed away, you know, gone too soon. But today we are going over Nipsey Hussle and Tupac, all right? Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. There will be a part two to this episode. Because it's too many songs that we can do the bar for bar breakdown with. So this is only one time I'm gonna do it. I, I, I foresee this being done three times. At least three times. So this is the first one. So if you might be like, oh, you could have tried this song, you maybe should have used Kid Hail Mary, you maybe should have used, you know, hustle and motivate. I mean, you should have used, you know, it's it's endless, right? Hit them up. Nah, but seriously, but it's, it's endless, but definitely we will, we will, we're going to run this back. All right. So first of all, let's get into who is Nipsey Hussle. We started off with him. All right. Nipsey Hussle born August 15, 1985, March 31st through 2019 is when he passed away. All right. He is known professionally as his name, Nipsey Hussle, and was an American rapper emerging from the West Coast hip hop scene in the mid 2000s. Hussle independently released his first mixtape, Slawson Boy Volume 1, to moderate local success, which led him to being signed to Cinematic Music Group and Epic Records. Hustle became known for his numerous mixtapes, including Bullets Ain't Got No Name series, The Marathon, The Marathon Continues, and Crenshaw, the last of which American rapper Jay-Z bought 100 copies for $100 each. After much delay, his debut studio album Victory Lab was released in 2018 to critical acclaim, critical acclaim and commercial success and was nominated for the Best Rap Album at the 61st Grammy Awards in 2019. All right, so two Grammy Award songs for Racks in the Middle and Higher were awarded to Hustle in the Best Rap Performance and Best Rap Song Performance categories, respectfully, the next year at the 62nd Grammy Awards. Who is Tupac? Tupac Shakur, all right, born Lazane Parrish Crooks, born June 16, 1971, and passed away September 13, 1996. Me and Tupac got the same birthday. That means I live twice. He is known professionally as Tupac and later Machiavelli was an American rapper and actor. He is widely considered one of the most influential rappers of all time. Shakur is among the best selling music artists, having sold more than 75 million records worldwide. Much of Shakur's music has been noted for addressing contemporary social issues that plague inner cities. 
and he's considered a symbol of activism against inequality. Shakur was born in New York City to parents who were both political activists and Black Panther Party members. Raised by his mother, he relocated to Baltimore in 1984 and the San Francisco Bay Area in 1988. With the release of his debut album, Tupacalypse, now in 1991, he became a central figure. In West Coast hip hop for his conscious rap lyrics, achieved further critical and commercial success with follow-up albums Strictly For My Life, Strictly For My Niggas, and Me Against The World. Commercial success with follow-up albums Strictly For My Niggas and Me Against The World in 1995. His Diamond Certified album, All Eyes On Me, in 1996, the first double-length album in hip-hop history abandoned his introspective lyrics for volatile gangster rap. In addition to his music career, Shakur also found considerable success as an actor with his starring roles in Juice, Poetic Justice, Above the Rim, Bullet, Gridlock, and Gang-Related. All right. So, all this info came from Wikipedia, as we always say. All right, y'all, so let's move into this. So, both guys have several hits. A lot of respect in that community. But today we're going to be for the first part, which I said, I don't know when it's part two and part three going to come, so don't whoop me. You know, I know how y'all like to tussle. But we will definitely come back. But for today, we're doing Nipsey's, you know, infamous song, Last Time That I Checked, and Tupac's Keep Your Head Up. All right. So where was I when I first? So first off, let's start off with the compare and contrast okay well first of all we have to be honest here both of them in a sense can be seen some of them look at them as like the spitting image of one another or i don't want to say spitting image but somebody because they don't look alike but they kind of were the same as far as they both stood up for you know their inner cities in california they both, you know, kind of have that like Cali flow. They both, I feel like, well, I'll get into that in a second. I think that the two are known for, you know, setting trends and, and speaking their mind and, you know, being, I guess you could say, conscious rappers. And they always gave back to their community. They always were known for, you know, doing you know a lot of the a lot of similar stuff and even in their music and unfortunately they both were killed murdered not accident they were both murdered when it comes to contrast obviously nipsey is no more newer of this generation than tupac was but it was weird how always a lot of tupac songs was he was saying stuff that's happening right now which led people to believe that he's still alive and if he came out as alive i would be dead like i would be laughing so hard because i'm like what like this is nuts they also are different because i think that although nipsey was definitely a controversial rapper and definitely spoke his mind and was an advocate for everything he believed in he wasn't that tupac was a rebel nipsey was a rebel too but tupac was a rebel rebel like to the extreme like one was the big brother and you know one was a little brother and that's how that was all right so all right so let's move into now our favorite bar breakdown all right okay so we're gonna do obviously three parts and we're gonna start off with nipsey's last time that i checked okay so last time that i checked it was five chains on my neck it was no smut on my rep last time that i checked i was selling in that set make a quarter meal no sweat last time that i checked i'm the streets voice out west legendary self-made progress Last time that I checked, 
First I get the money, then respect, then the power, and the hoes come next. Last time that I checked. All right, so where was I when I first heard this song? I, I was probably at TSU. You know, TSU has a big Cali population. And, you know, this song came on and they probably was playing it, throwing up the W, throwing up the West. You know how y'all like to do. And, you know, it's a cool song. You know, I liked it. Um, in this instance here, I think Nipsey's just talking his trash. And he just saying, like, last time I checked, you know, I was every time I guess maybe this song was kind of a, a an old or kind of a I don't want to say old but kind of a pushback to somebody who tried him or said something crazy to him and he like let me tell you who I am because clearly you don't know so let me tell you who I am when he's saying like he got five chains on his neck you know he made a quarter million without with no sweat meaning he ain't really have to try he's known as the voice of the west that's what he's saying he's legendary he's self-made he did it all on his own he's saying he didn't have a lot of help if any he did it on his own. And, you know, he cares more about the power. He was like, the hoes come after that. So where a lot of men are going to look for the women to try to do that, he like, nah, I'm going to get this power, get this money, and it's going to come. And he had more luck. All right. Let's continue. I've been self-made from the dribble. I've been saying I'm a killer. Playing no games with you. Pop clutch. Switch lanes on you. I laid down the game for you, taught you how to change, charge more than what they pay for you, own the whole thing for you. All right, so he basically saying he been self-made from the dribble. I've been saying I'm a killer. He ain't playing no games. He basically saying like he taught, he teaching, he teaching y'all the game. He taught y'all how to do it. And if y'all ain't listen, that was on you. But he taught you how to do it. And he talking about some. He taught you. He taught us how to get more for what we worth than to, you know, tolerate or just settle. So that's good. Again, even kind of like Tupac, it's like he's, it's like a, it's like a, a class, it's like a teacher teaching you in a song. And that's something him and Tupac definitely had in common. Let's continue. Reinvest, double up, then explain for you. It gotta be love. Who run the whole city? It gotta be cuz. This for the piece that took off the Monopoly board. All y'all niggas false claims, it gotta be fraud. Just keep the hood up out your mouth and you got to be charged. I doubled up, tripled up, but banged on the whole game. I ain't give up. Nobody tripping. Had no business. Got my digits up. And when I drop, you know, I'm about to, I'm about the whole city up. All right. So in this instance, we see he basically, again, talking his trash, letting you know, like, keep your hood name, keep the hood name out of his mouth. Like, I feel like it's one of those, I'm from the hood kind of mindsets and like I ain't trying to go there but we can go there if you keep disrespecting me because ultimately that's a form of disrespect for those who didn't know there you go and you know take the piece off the Monopoly board so he he got some he got a nice little wordplay here but I'm not surprised all right y'all so because I already did the chorus at the beginning we all go through another breakdown of his part and I come through fly no cosign I ain't need radio to do mine I done fine and I take my time and take my tribe. Every level that I cross in this game, like state lines. So he telling you he crossing these lines. He he ain't he ain't had no help. He's telling you that he don't need the radio to put him on. He's he keeps telling y'all he's self-made. He don't need the radio, you know. And he come through fly, you know, another play on words, cosign, no cosign. He don't need, you know, no no help. And he take his time, he take his people with him. That's the tribe. So he's taking his people with him. All right, let's continue. Every level that I cross in this game. 
Okay. Let's continue. It was visionary. Either I'm a genius or you scary. Maybe it's both in this balance I deliver daily. Forever in the streets trying to feed the babies. The single mama's working hard not to miss a payment. And dirty money get washed on royalty statements. Black owners in this game are powerful racists. Young in the set that's doing it makeshift. Okay. So let's unpack that. So a lot of gems here. So he's saying that basically he said that it's maybe both and he's delivered daily as far as him being a visionary and scary. So he basically saying that you scary. He said either it's you, I'm a, a visionary, I'm a genius, or you scary. Basically saying that either I'm this big genius or you just scared of me or both. But as we know, Kanye West, which I agree with, Kanye West said it best. Name one genius that ain't crazy. So he basically saying you fear me and I'm a genius. He's saying he's saying it's one or the other, but in reality, we we know it was both. And he talking to his haters or whoever, you know, don't like him or got, a, got an issue with him or, you know, whatever. Or just talking trash. Sometimes rappers do that, too. And he's talking about how these single mamas, he highlighting the single mamas who are here working, working hard. And I like the line about black owners in this game are powerful racists. So what do you, people saying, what do you think that means? I think what he's trying to say is that I don't want to say this wrong, but what I think he's trying to say is basically like the people, the black people that's high up, you know, because people say, oh, it's conspiracy. But 90 percent of these conspiracies be true. And I think maybe he's just trying to say like, oh, well, these people high up, they got all this power, but they're not doing it for their community. And they being, they basically, in a sense, maybe he's saying, trying to emphasize or highlight that they like an Uncle Tom. You know, like, you know, something to think about. All right, let's end it off. Out the garage is how you end up in the charge. It's how you end up in penthouses, end up in cards. It's how you start off a curved serving, end up a boss. It's how you win the whole thing and lift up a cigar with sweat dripping down your face because the mission was hard. All right, so basically another just highlight of his life, his lifestyle is how you end up with the penthouses and the cars, end up a boss. And just, you know, again, just I feel like it's it's an aggressive motivation. This song is an aggressive motivation because he's telling you what he did. And in a sense, if you kind of sing along with it or rap along with it, you may be kind of like, you you will feel motivated after the song. Because I, I would, I do. But maybe that's just me. All right. So let's move on to Tupac's Keep Your Head Up. And where was I when I first heard this song? Probably my daddy car. Because he used to play all that stuff. Back, especially back in the day. We know that song came out a long time ago. So I was definitely a kid when I heard it. But it was out before I was born. So, you know, good song. I'm, I like Tupac's music, you know. And, again, he rapping like he's still here. <laughs> all right. So let's, let's go ahead. Since I started off with the chorus the last time, we'll start with the chorus this time. It's real short. Keep your head up. Ooh, child. Things are going to get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. And then it repeats. So basically, just whenever you're going through a bad day, you know, keep your head up because it even after it gets worse, it's gonna get better eventually. And it's a harsh re a hard reality to really accept, especially when you're going through the hell, but eventually it will get better. All right, so let's move to the second breakdown. Some say the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. I say the darker the flesh, then the deeper the roots. 
I give a holler to my sisters on welfare. Tupac cares if don't nobody else care. Obviously, this is a tribute on a, a shout out to the black people. You know, the darker the bread, the sweeter the juice. Basically saying, and then the darker the flesh, the deeper the roots. Meaning that the darker you are, the more close you are to your, you know, black ancestors. Is what he's highlighting in this instance and saying, obviously, you know, just a shout out to the dark skinned people because at this time when this came out, you know, dark skin is still colorism is still very, very, very real. But at this time, especially, it was just like light or dark. And if you was dark, it was kind of like, you know, I mean, you were accepted, but not, it was still not just like, oh, you're dark and we love it. So in this instance, in this a long time ago, he's basically shouting out the dark skinned people and especially the dark skinned, yeah. Dark skin people, and then he and then he shouts out the women when saying like, "Oh my, the girls, the ladies on welfare, I see y'all. Don't nobody care. Just know I care about y'all. Y'all doing y'all thing." And I I know they like to beat you down a lot when you come around the block, brothers clown a lot. But please don't cry. Dry your eyes. Never let up. Forgive, but don't forget, girl. Keep your head up. And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him. And if he can't learn to love you, you should leave him. Cause sister, you don't need him. And I ain't trying to gas you up. I call him how I see him. So, all right, here again, he's telling the woman, motivating her to just be like, you know, don't let him clown you. Don't make him feel like you need him because you can do it on your own. He was like, and when he says forgive him, but don't forget, I guess he's saying more so like, you know, you forgive because it's needed, but saying don't forget not to, I guess he's saying not to just like hold on to it. But maybe he's kind of just like, you know, what nah Tupac was like, nah, Tupac was like, don't say F to people. But I I if I break it down, I guess when it says forgive but don't forget, I guess that 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 line or just that phrase in general just kind of means like, look, you can let it go, but then it, it makes you wonder what if you didn't if you ain't forgot it, but then it's like you can't just forget it happened. Some people can, but I think it's more so just to be aware of what happened and of what was said, and maybe use that as motivation to like get out of that stump. That's something we need to unpack on PSA. So let's continue. Then it says, you know, you know me makes me unhappy. What's that? When brothers make babies and leave a young mother to be a pappy. And since we all caught, came from a woman, got our name from a woman, got our game from a woman, I wonder why we take from our women, why we rape our women, don't we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women and to be real our women. And if we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. And since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell the women when and where to create one. So will the real man get up? I know you're fed up, ladies, but keep your head up. So that's a lot to unpack there. Basically just kind of saying like, you know, obviously, you know, women, he loved women. This is a song to make the women feel good, feel like they ain't doing enough. Don't let nobody clown you. You know, why are people, why are these men making babies and then leaving these women? And basically he was like, and I like the line where he says, you leave a young mother to be a pap because now she's the mama and the daddy. So that's basically what he's saying. And and just being, you know, why do we do all these things, our women, and then try to sell them? We should be fighting for them instead of letting all this stuff happen to them. And, you know, he grew up single mother. So I'm sure he got a lot of respect for them. And we can see it's a lot there, you know. And they're saying you're not a real man if you just leaving women out there like that. And I agree because this is like, 
It's not cool. But it's, it's one of those things, man. All right. Let's move on to the next part. Hey, y'all, remember Marvin Gaye used to sing to me. He had me feeling like black was the thing to be. And suddenly the ghetto didn't seem so tough. And though we had it rough, we always had enough. I huffed and puffed about my curfew and broke the rules, ran with the local crew and had a smoke or two. And I realized mama paid the price. She nearly gave her life to raise me right. All right, so basically talking about listening to Marvin Gaye, and that still happens to this day in black households. People still listen to Marvin Gaye and talking about how, you know, things was rough, but you know, no matter how rough it was, it always seemed that they had just enough. And that's kind of how life be working sometimes and how he used to basically hate his mama rules and basically resist her. But as he got older, he now realized her importance and she was doing it because she loved him and all the things she sacrificed. So in a sense, it's a shout out to women, but especially his mama, even though. And, you know, before really doing unpacking, I never realized how much he was shouting out his mom in this song. Because we know dear mama, but, you know, this one really is doing it, too. And how he ran with the local crew, highlighting that he was doing stuff he wasn't supposed to be doing. All right, let's continue. And all I had to give her was a, my pipe dream of how I'd rock the mic and make the bright screen. I'm trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. It's hard to be legit and still pay your rent. And in the end, it seems I'm heading for the pen. I'm trying to find my friends and they're blowing in the wind. Last night, my buddy lost his whole family. It's going to take that, the man in me to conquer this insanity. All right, so basically talking about how he's telling his mama he got these big dreams, he's gonna be on the screen. I know y'all gonna be mad at me because I instantly thought about um, the Pussycat Doll song, When I Grow Up, I Wanna Be Famous. That's what I just thought about. I know somebody's gonna be throwing tomatoes at their screen, like, how are you comparing Tupac to the Pussycat Dolls? My mind is crazy, y'all. It is. And that's just the first thing I thought about. You know, and then he talking about how he was trying to find his friends and they was blowing in the wind. He couldn't find them. And then somebody lost their whole family. And talking about with the rain, seems like it'll never let up. Basically seemed like, you know, using that as like, you know, kind of like a metaphor thing. Like I, the rain, obviously, you know, the rain, the sun don't going to shine eventually. But basically saying like, because it just seemed like this hard time just keep on coming. Like they just don't stop. That's that's kind of what he's saying by that. And yeah, he says, I try to keep my head up and still keep from getting wet up. You know, it's funny when it rains, it pours. They got money for wars, but can't feed the poor. Say it ain't no hope for the youth. And the truth is, it ain't no hope for the future. And then they wonder why we crazy. I blame my mother for turning my brother into a crack baby. We ain't meant to survive because it's a setup. And even though you're fed up, you got to keep your head up. All right. So a lot of this song, even similar to Nipsey, is a lot of like a diary almost. And I think that's something with both of them. A lot of their music is like diaries in a sense. And a lot of artists in general, but just these rappers, it's like you can tell they're pouring their heart out into the page. And, you know, we live in a society where a lot of the songs don't be talking about nothing, although I still jam them, but still. But you know basically saying they got money for wars but can't feed the poor and that's still going on in 2022 they got the money for these wars but they ain't got no money to feed the poor. they got it they just don't they don't want to use that because that's too easy i mean we're gonna be in peace that ain't gonna happen and he said it's no hope for the youth and the truth is it ain't no hope for the future and i guess maybe he's making kind of a reference to like things that don't get worse from what they did and they definitely did and they're gonna get worse from what they are now too 
And they said they wonder why we crazy, but you know, that's just that's just the whole. And like he said, we ain't meant to survive. It's a setup. It's, it, it is. So if you do survive and you do get out the rain, you won. You win. All right, y'all. So let's move into the sidebar. So first of all, as I stated, both of these, like I said, both of these artists are known for making diaries, making their songs into like making a diary out of their songs or making a song out of their diary, making a song out of their diary. There we go. And we see it here in both of them. Both of these songs are about motivation. One is on the Nipsey's more of a turned up motivation. Like last time that I checked, like trying to hype you up to tell you what I did. And they're basically saying you can do it too. And then his motivation is more so like for those going through it, got to keep your head up, you know, and highlighting mothers and women in general. And then talking about a little bit of his past, similar to what Nipsey did in last time that I checked. And just talking about look at where they are, were and where they are now or at the time. And, you know, it's, it's good to see that motivation and just in two different ways. It's motivation in two ways. One way is just kind of like a, you got this, you can do it and gonna rain forever. The other one, he talking his ish. So both are needed. And you need those type of motivations depending on the day, but both are definitely needed and both are classic songs that are gonna be classics and powerful and, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? And popping to the end of time. All right, y'all, so who y'all got? You more with Nipsey, you more with Tupac. And then I want y'all to give me suggestions for what songs you want to see next from these two. Because I'm telling you, we go, I'm going to come back with some more Nipsey and Tupac. All right. I think that's it for the day. Um, I know that's it for the day, actually. So as always, y'all, no matter how many bars we got, we're going to keep on climbing. Tune in next time.